Hello, and welcome to Reed Mackay's podcast. With borders beginning to open across Europe and Germany specifically beginning to ease some restrictions from Monday, there is a growing sentiment that we need to be getting our businesses and our employees ready for travel, which is why we are joined today by Andreas Costa, Senior Director of Sales for Lufthansa Group across the UK, Ireland and Iceland. Hi, Andreas. Thank you for joining us today. Hello. Hi. So with Germany set to lift travel restrictions from from Monday, from the 15th of June, what changes have you had to make to capacity? Yeah, we are, of course, very happy that these uh, changes are happening and uh, we will further increase um, our operations. Um, At this point, with a strong focus to Europe, just as an example, um, for the UK, the Lufthansa Group Airlines, and here we speak about Lufthansa, Swiss, Austrian Airlines, Brussels Airlines and Eurowings will offer more than 150 weekly flights out of five gateways here in the UK, directly to 11 cities in Europe and of course via our hubs uh, beyond. Um, This beyond also includes uh, more than 25 intercontinental connections already. So overall we talk about more than 2000 weekly flights to 130 destinations worldwide. And our ambition is to subsequently ramp up our schedule, our network even further. Um, For September, we are trying to already cover 90% of our European destinations and 70% of our intercon destinations with 40% of capacity. That means, of course, we don't have the old frequencies, but at least we got a good coverage. This is our clear ambition for September. Okay, so Our listeners uh, may have seen the Lufthansa announcements um, that came out in in May that require travellers to now wear masks in flight. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes, this is correct. Um, We, uh, Lufthansa, are one of the first airlines who make this really mandatory. Um, We have this already since May um, on a a voluntary basis, but now um, we have decided to change our general conditions of carriage regarding this. And uh, everybody is required to wear a mask during the flight and when leaving the aircraft. Of course, this does not apply to children below six years old and to persons uh, who cannot comply due to uh, a disability. Um, and of course, for consumption of food and beverage, people are allowed to take off the mask. Regular everyday mask will do. This is not a special thing. Um, At the moment, this is something for Lufthansa and for Eurowings. Um, Swiss, Austrian Airlines and Brussels Airlines are still examining the situation. Okay, and people bring their own mask with them. Yes. That's right, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Is there there going to be an impact on the service that travellers will receive? Are there elements of the usual service that they would expect that are going to be different? Yeah, I mean, our clear goal here is to uh, provide the highest possible attention um, without compromising on health safety. This is the challenge we are in at the moment. Um, And uh, this unfortunately comes along with a reduction of uh, customer touch points um, with our uh, crew, with our crew on board. So at the moment, we see no need for refreshing towels. Um, We skip the in-flight sales. Uh, We distribute water bottles right during the boarding process and as a result, uh, reduce the beverage service during the flight. And uh, for example, for the intercon business class, 
we have to go back to our regular tray service instead of uh, the a la carte dining, which we have just introduced a couple of years ago. So something we, we overall regret, of course, but uh, which we consider necessary for, the, mm -hmm. uh, for providing the highest possible level of uh, health safety on board. Absolutely. Okay. And things are, things are different at the moment and, and new measures will come in. Where do, you, where do you see that going? For instance, can we expect that travellers are going to be temperature checked um, before boarding a Lufthansa flight in the future? For me as an airline manager, this is really difficult to answer um, as this is a decision which needs to be taken by health authorities and airport officials. But what I can, what I can do at least is I can, I can quote a study from the European Aviation Safety Agency, EASA, um, which says that um, temperature screening has limitation and, and little effectiveness um, in detecting COVID-19 cases. Um, simply due to the fact that transmit, transmissions of the virus um, often occurs um, even in cases without symptoms. So it is, uh, it is probably a puzzle piece, but it won't do according to the study. Uh, but, but again, I mean, there are, there are different views out there. I'm fully aware of that. And at the end, this is something um, country officials, uh, airports uh, may decide uh, for themselves. Mm, okay. Now, your, your capacity is clearly picking up significantly um, in the very near future. What, what projections have you got for the future of air travel in the coming months that's driving that? Also here, the situation is, is, is very dynamic. Um, you know, we, we learn every day more about the virus. Um, governments are making new, sometimes unexpected decisions. Um, traveler and corporate customers find themselves in different situations than, than before the virus. Um, we have much more short-term bookings um, uh, at the moment than, than before. So um, we need to know how the economy develops. So there are, are many open questions where we need to get some, some clarity first. Um, what we did, for example, here in the UK is we did a, a corporate survey, um, uh, which we sent out to corporate customers to get a feeling about how they assess the situation. And uh, two key results were that um, corporates, for example, expect to take up travel uh, in September again. It's mostly client-based uh, travel, so no internal travel more in order to see customer. And that for them, health safety is a, uh, will be a key issue in, in product design. What does it mean for us? For us, this drives on the one hand our network management um, because we need to decide how we ramp up our capacity. And on the other hand, it drives our, our product management, um, which has most impact uh, for the customer experience. And um, there one thing is clear, hygiene will have a much stronger focus um, than before. I mentioned um, the masks already. Um, we, uh, we will hand out um, a disinfected wipe to every passenger when boarding the aircraft. Uh, we have simplified onboard services. I mentioned that. Um, we um, have an effective filter system in place, which constantly change um, the, the air in the, in the cabin. There's also a vertical um, flow of air, which is very important and reduces the transmission. Um, yeah, and of course, uh, cabins are thoroughly cleaned um, as before and even more so. So these are things on the product side and on the network management side, I mentioned already, um, that we are working first on the idea of connecting all our destination back with lower frequencies. Uh, in September, we think about 40% capacity. 
to give you a little idea how this is um, is planned to go on in the next years for the year 2021 we plan to operate 450 of our 760 aircraft so around 60 percent of the fleet will be in the air in the year 21 this goes up to 75 percent in the year 2022 and to 85 percent in the year 2023 so there you can see that we really expect a recovery but a slow recovery and we have yeah. to adjust our capacity accordingly yeah so then the question that is that's on everybody's minds um, at the moment is will the consumers and and the businesses in turn end up paying more for flights well at, at the moments uh, the moment the prices are significantly uh, below a previous year uh, on a clearly unhealthy level and and for the future um it, the same mechanism kicks in as it as it is in the past i mean we do not design the prices ourselves the market basically uh, designs the prices prices are built as a result of uh, supply and demand um, and this again depends on price elasticity of our customers and the price elasticity again depends on the economical development um, uh, how fast are we going to recover are we going into uh, into a recession um, what effect here in the uk uh, does brexit have so these are all questions which will which will drive these questions and um, uh, once we have this, we can we can make a decision on the price development. It's just very difficult to predict at this time. What I can say is, at the end, it is still a market model. Prices are built as a result of supply and demand. Yeah. So you may have seen uh, some of the work that the BTA has, has released today, talking to the UK government about the quarantine measures that they have put in place um, what impact are you expecting the UK the UK's quarantine measures to have on Lufthansa's demand specifically into the UK well this is difficult to say what uh, what uh, impact this has on on the demand um, the um, we continue our our growth path there and um, as you already know there is a uh, lots of discussion uh, going on in in that regard already um, so the question is, um, how long will this quarantine be in place? Will there be so-called air corridors? If there are air corridors, um, the question is, what country will be included? There, my clear expectation is that our home markets, uh, Germany, Austria, Switzerland, and Belgium, have to be included due, due to a, a very good health record. So this is all still um, yeah, in the making, I must say. And um, our hope is that um, there is not such a big impact. Um, as the, uh, the the decision, as it was was just made, will be revised um, rather sooner than later. Yes, let's hope. So, is there a message you want to leave our listeners with today? Um, well, I mean, the, the 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 point at the moment is there is uh, so much dynamics, um, uh, which makes it just difficult for the airlines uh, to make prediction. We do our best uh, to ramp up the capacity as soon as as soon and as much as possible because our clear goal is to uh, connect the UK with uh, not only our home markets, but also beyond with the world again. And um, in that regard, it is um, important that we wrap up our capacity. Yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of today's podcast. So a big thank you to our listeners, to Lufthansa, and of course to you, Andreas, for joining us. Thank you very much.